Hey there, I'm Meg Dewalaby. And I am Amy Tianyi Zhao. Welcome to The Spark, a podcast that is a continuation of a conversation sparked between us one summer evening in China. We would love for you to join in on the conversation and listen along as we talk about everyday topics, big and small, as two women from two backgrounds, cultures, and countries. Everything starts with a spark. We all have the power to kindle a spark that makes us realize we are more alike than we are different. Hello, everyone. This is Amy up here. A little bit of update. I'm back to the states. It has been a turbulent two weeks and a half, but I managed to fully recover from a cold that has lasted through my entire New Year break, and I'm now healthy, well, and back to work in New York City. And I think it's very important to address it during this epidemic season, as a lot of you may have already known. Women, woman. Is a series that aims to discuss female-related social issues. In the last episode, which was the first episode to this to this series, me and Meg shared our growing up experience under the influence of two or even multiple cultures and in different environments. Now, as you may know, Meg and I have already graduated from college and grad school. We started our careers a couple years ago, so technically, we are "quote unquote" young adults. Obviously, as grown-up people, we need to care a little bit more about our surroundings. In other words, we realized that our actions carry more weight than what they were before. Our behaviors can affect people around us, but sometimes, just sometimes, I have the feeling that because we are females, we care about the surroundings a little bit too much, or maybe it's just me. Um, but when I'm working, networking, or in a social setting, I definitely pay too much attention to what other people think about me. I know it is extremely confusing, and it sounds like it's my problem. But hear me out. In the last episode, Meg mentioned that she felt a bit "quote unquote" pressured to look and act in certain ways in order to fit in a working environment where men were the majority. To be honest, even though I do not share the same working experience, I completely understand how she feels. As a young female in a working space or social scene, I tend to feel the pressure of feeling, looking, behaving in certain ways. This makes me think about these questions: Why do we as women tend to feel that pressure a little bit more than men? Or there is also a possibility that it's just in my head, and I believe guys feel the same pressure too. But why do I think women are more self-conscious? Also, by talking about that pressure, are we complaining or blaming someone else right now? Are we supposed to be the change maker instead of the complainers? Where is the quote-unquote female power or girl power? I, why why did I just lose all of that? And also, Meg is here. <laughs> I know it's a super long intro, but Just bear with me. She is right across the screen, and she、hey. will tell you more about her working experience. I will shut up now. <laughs> no, Amy, you bring up some extremely valid points, and this episode of all episodes deserves, like it, it needs, I think, a long intro because we are unboxing a huge topic today. And I'll be honest,、mm-hmm. I'm a little nervous to be talking about it because there is so much, and Um, this is a topic that I think 
maybe for, I, I speak for myself and maybe for both of us and maybe for many of you that this is a story, like we're unboxing a story that we're still in the middle of right now um, as young professionals in our field. And so, um, yeah, that, that makes me, that makes me a little bit nervous, but it makes me also really eager to kind of jump in because I am sure that there are many of you out there who have had similar experiences and who will really, um, identify with this episode. So let me take you back because in the last episode, I mentioned a few different things. Um, when I became a working woman, I touched on a few different things, um, that I experienced when I entered the tech industry right out of college. And so on this episode today, we are diving in to those things that we hinted at at the end of our last episode. And so let me take you back, like I said. So when I graduated um, with my undergraduate degree back in 2017, it's been a few years now, um, I was a starry-eyed, eager um, professional with a marketing mm-hmm. degree, and I was ready to like dive in, get to work, like create things, do big things. Um, and I guess to kick it off, one of the things right out of the shoot that I never really noticed until I was out of it, if that makes sense in the tech industry. Um, one of the things I was really excited for when I first graduated was to be able to be a working woman and being a working woman for me was dressing the part. Like being mm. able to show up, yes. <laughs> I'm living in the city, blazer, um, looking fly, blazer, color popped, you know, yeah. like I'm all about that. And um, when I went to interview for uh, my first job out of college, um, I noticed something immediately, like no one was dressed up in the office. It was mm. jeans, hoodie, collared shirt under a sweatshirt. That was kind of the deal. And then the second thing I noticed, which I was aware of before I walked into the interview, was that there were basically no women um, except for one um, on the C-suite exec board. And um, I was like, okay, like I can be like the lone woman out here. I can fit in with the guys, you know, like I'm the cool lady. I'm the cool lady because I'm fitting in with the guys like I'm, you know, I can I can a guy basically what I didn't realize in that time and I don't think like when I say this too like it's it's nothing bad or against anyone um in in my personal working space but um what I didn't notice is that when I signed on to that job two things I was giving up my femininity right from the start um Mm -hmm. I didn't dress any longer like how I usually would have dressed. Um, I too started wearing jeans, the sweatshirt, the collared shirt. And in in essence, I was giving away that part of myself that makes me who I am. And the second thing is that looking back when this job was really presented to me, um, I'm very thankful for the opportunity that I had to work in that industry right off the bat in the position that I did. Um, but I also am not blind to the fact that they were looking for more women to be on the team. Mm. And when I 
departed from that position, um, it had me wondering whether or not I was there because I was supposed to be there. And, and I can answer that like, yes, absolutely. But I can't help but wonder if there was another part, which I don't appreciate so much of the fact that I was there because of my gender. Mm. And, um, that's something that, um, I have my eyes open for now in any situation. Like I never want to be there just because they need another woman on the team to look more approachable or, you know, they're trying to raise their diversity numbers And, you know, this doesn't go for just gender, too. Like, we're seeing this in many companies today where companies are hiring based off of, quote, unquote, diversity. And this means race, too. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. so different things like that. Um, But I I did feel a sense of that. And so when I was working in this position, um, there were a few times where I went to networking events. And I love networking. I love meeting new people. I love getting out there in any field or industry that I'm working in and just getting on the ground. That's something that I love. But there was one event in particular that, um, really kind of opened my eyes to what I was really in, in the tech industry. Um, there was an event that I went to where I was representing my company Mm -hmm. and, um, I showed up And it wasn't too far into the event before I realized no one was paying attention to anything I had to say. Mm -hmm. Like it was like, to put it bluntly, it like, and somebody who I worked with at the time, um, kind of coined this phrase when it came to this event was that it was like a meat market. And it really Mm -hmm. was, there were, there were other women there, but they weren't there in the way that I was trying to be there. And, um, I was, I, I, I left the event early, number one. And number two, I left it feeling defeated mm-hmm. because no one was paying attention to anything I was saying. Mm-hmm. And if they were, if they were trying to talk to me, they were talking to me because they were ultimately like trying to get my contact information, got smart about that in the middle of the interview. But then the next day after the event was over, um, I got a call from somebody I had met at the event and he wanted nothing to do with our service. He just wanted to talk to me. Yeah. And that was a little scary. Um, and so I really, that was a sobering moment. Um, it made me realize like what I was in and the tech industry is an interesting one because it's so forward thinking, Mm -hmm. but when you're in it, you start to realize like, first of all, it's male dominated. There's more women in the field now, I think, and it's growing. But the fact of the matter is it's so forward thinking. And for such a forward thinking industry, when you're in it, it, there's a lot that is, I thought it was history. I thought we were, we had those kinds of things behind us. Yeah. Um, but it's currently the present day. And so, that was kind of a touch on my experience. And it was in that moment. I I remember I was sitting on my rooftop one night, I was talking with a friend and I was telling them about how like, gosh, like these things are just making me angry. Like the, and they're just little things, you know, they're not big things. They're little things. They're making me angry. And I feel like I'm not being seen for who I am. Um, Mm -hmm. 
And my friend said, like, I get it. This is this is exactly like why we need feminism today. This is what it's all about. And so that's that's a touch on my experience. And that's um, that's I think that's really the moment that I came into knowing um, what I needed as a woman, um, but also like where things are truly at right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting that you mentioned that because I heard about your experience a little bit before, but I think I have I still have several questions for you that were not on the outline. But now I finally realized what were some questions that I want to ask. So in the beginning of the story, you said you felt you saw people wearing jeans and hoodies and you felt the pressure of fitting fitting in and you voluntarily basically voluntarily gave up your feminine 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 it's so hard to say i always do that your girl your girl side (laughs) femininity yeah that yes you voluntarily gave up on that part and um some people might say it was your choice it's your choice you chose to do it you chose the industry even though you know what it's like and you chose to give up your working out, quote unquote, hot working outfit to fit in, to be ugly. I don't know, not necessarily saying everyone who wears jeans and hoodies are ugly, but um, so what What do you want us to do? Because it's your choice. Yeah. No, I think that's a great point to bring up. I think my response to that is this. It's you know, I felt like if I didn't fit in, if I was standing out for other reasons than my mind, um, that would hurt me, you know, like I, Mm. I felt like if we Mm -hmm. even the playing level out completely, like when it comes Mm -hmm. to what we wear and different things like that, that they have no choice, but to pay attention to my mind. And okay. Yes. And I think while it, while it was a subconscious decision in the beginning, I feel the conscious part of that is I think I want to be heard, you know, like I want to be seen and I want to be heard, but I don't want people to get stuck when they see me, you know, that's great in yes. that industry. Whereas like if I was, you know, I don't, I don't know this for sure, but if I was uh, on a team with a more even ratio, I don't know if that would change. Adversely, I don't know if that would change if I was on a team of all women either. Mm -hmm. So I can't say for certain, but that's, that's my response to that question for sure. I really like that because it becomes a, it now it's not about genders anymore. It's about the fact that you don't want to stand out. It's about a bunch of hoodie and one skirt. It's not like hoodie, tank top, shorts and skirt. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's like, I, yeah, I wanted to be, if anything was going to be on the table, I wanted it to be my mind and not, I'm not saying like all of the men that I worked with were phenomenal, very smart, great, like so nice respect. Like, you know, I really mm-hmm. have nothing but great things to say. Um, but there is an intimidation when you're walking into that situation. Like, and I think a lot of it for me was subconscious. Um, mm-hmm. consciously I wanted to be like, the badass woman who's like holding it down on a team full of men in the tech industry and all that. But like, 
I don't know. I, I, on the other side of it, I, I wonder, I'm like, where's the glory in that? Yeah. You know, where is yeah. the glory in that? Like, I mean, at, at some point you have to realize, am I spending more time working or am I spending more time fighting to, to not be sticking out, you know? Yes. Yes. I definitely love that. And that brings us to another question that I want to ask. And that's about, so you mentioned that you feel sticking out if you dress in a different way. However, I know that there are a lot of alliances within certain industries, especially STEM industries. People like to emphasize women in tech, women in Mm. engineering, women in something. And do you think, what's your opinions towards that? Because I have my personal opinions. However, I am in a women dominated industry. Well, not necessarily in a higher level, but um, in my working space, there are definitely more women comparing to tech and STEM. Um, So I, I don't know having that kind of alliances. Do you think that's helpful? And if it is, how, if it is not, helpful what does it take for you to feel that you're not sticking out in that kind of environment mm-hmm. I actually have really strong feelings about this when I was working in the tech industry I came across this article that was titled something along the lines I don't even know where it is now I wish I could find it but it's something along the lines of we're not woman in tech we're just woman we're people working that's it. Like, I think that those kinds of organizations and that kind of labeling and those kinds of groups have the right intent, but ultimately I really do feel like the result is, is still harmful. I Mm -hmm. I think like what happens when we create like woman in tech, woman in engineering, woman in business, even my God, like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like women in business, <laughs> like seriously, I've seen it. And I'm just like, yeah. what is going on here? Because it's creating a silo that separates <laughs> women from the rest. And oh my God, you can do business. I know. Oh my God, you can do business. Oh my God, you can do engineering. Oh my gosh. Like you can do, you can work in the tech industry. I didn't even know, like my goodness, like, you know, and I just feel like those groups are playing in to the quote unquote weakness that society has placed on the shoulders of women in Mm -hmm. professional women, I should say. Like, I just think those groups like, and you know, some people may disagree with me, but really like, it's just, I don't want to be singled out for my gender and be, and and be singled out for my gender. And like, and for somebody to say, Oh, like, okay, well, here's all the normal tech people. And then there's the woman in tech. It's like, no, we don't have men in tech groups. We don't have men in engineering groups, you know, like, you know, we don't have men in business. Like we don't, it, it just, it's another, I think it's another public display of male dominance in professional life. And it's like, okay, you go here and you go here instead of coming together and just being working people and learning how to be respectful of one another in the, in the professional setting 
and to accommodate both genders in the, in the professional setting rather than like making a charity case out of one gender. Yeah, no, thank you so much for that. I can hear the screams of um, feminists across the screen. <laughs> not, not you, but I can already see people are freaking out when they're listening to this part. And it's, you know what, it's okay because I am tired of people thinking that we are not for women only because we are not in these groups. It's, mm. uh, I like the, pol- I mean, I think at the end of the day, having that kind of awareness, it's good. And the reason for those kind of groups to exist is probably because women are the minority in that kind of field. So they want to form alliances. However, the side effects is that, as you said, we victimize, we might potentially victimize one gender over the other. And that makes it seem like we want to single ourselves out and use gender even as a benefit. Um, Yes, like that that makes it seem very unfair. But I think in the beginning, maybe people who form those kind of groups, it's just one of simply form alliances and against, you know, the the stereotypes or I don't know. Um, I just had like a huge like, like, I like to call them like aha moments. Like, when you said like, these industries are primarily male dominated, dominated. Mm-hmm. It, it just like made me realize something like we are creating these groups for women in these male dom- dominated fields for women to learn how to essentially fit into that environment rather than those fields yeah conforming to women being in those fields like we're as women we're having to figure out how we can shape ourselves into the most convenient puzzle piece to fit in and that's why we need these groups quote unquote rather than these fields opening up and making space for women to move in and yeah. easily and not have to and move in in a way where we don't have to fit in, but rather we come to the table with how we are and yeah. move the industry forward. Yeah. I think that just like came to me when you were talking yeah. about that. I but. mean, it's easier for them, right? Because if you have yeah. those groups that you organize by employees, it seems better for the company. And what does the company need to do is just to create a position that does a diversity hire, for example, that hired you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It becomes quite easy for the industry and the feeding in the stereotypes and making it forever a stereotype. Again, popular opinion, but um, I, I do see the side effect. Like, I think both of us see the side effect, but do I think it's better to emphasize it than not? I think it is important to emphasize it. I think it is good to have women in tech, but is it doing what we want it to do? Or yeah. when will it be the point where side effect is too big that it actually harm the normal, you know, the, the, the professional projection of a woman? I think... I think that's what we need to think about the next step. When these problems are on the table, how can we better address it? I think that's what we need to figure out in the future. And one policy that I like, it's actually my boyfriend's company. um, I I was talking to him about this topic the other day, and they said they have those groups, but it's not mandatory. Um, It's not mandatory for you to join because, again, it's better to have those topics being mentioned and being aware 
by other people than not. Um, but it's not necessary. Like it's not mandatory for you to join. Um, I think that's one step forward. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, me personally, I don't think I can have a better solution in that regards, but I do think not for not supporting, as I said, not supporting these kind of groups doesn't mean that we're not supporting women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's not it. I think, I think I would, I would go out on a limb to say like, and this could be potentially controversial, but I feel like our viewpoint and stance on this is truly doing the work of supporting women rather yeah. than, Oh, for sure. Yeah. Those groups are literally, I feel like a hoax and a band aid to a larger problem. Whereas like, I feel like the stance that I personally take and that you're personally taking on these types of groups is one that actually brings the actual problem into light. And when you have a problem in the light, that's when you find the path to fix it, you know? Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And then the fact that I am scared of upsetting them, it is yeah. the fact that they are so powerful that I'm afraid of upsetting them and I'm afraid that it can damage me personally. So I think making joining them or making the fact that these you don't have to support them as a woman, as a woman, um, or to support causes like that, making it okay to not supporting causes like that, it's 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 better. Is 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 one step more tolerant? Is more tolerant towards different types of women. Let's just say that because mm-hmm. I would say that women, especially in work field, women were are again generalizing. Don't call me on it. Just don't listen to it. But <laughs> I think women in work field sometimes occasionally get very violent or comp- like competitive. Mm. it's not just in the work field it's even it started off at school women are just a little bit more aggressive towards each other and that i wonder why is that i mean again we can put it in another episode but i'm just saying i'm scared of upsetting them and that says something my fear of upsetting these type of people who belong to these kind of groups yeah and you know (laughs) i i think when you say like you know i think it's not even a matter about like supporting these groups or not, because like, I don't want to, I don't want to have any confusion in the sense that we're not supporting women, but the fact is, I think we're just not buying into these groups. I think we we're seeing through it. And, um, and that's the interesting thing. I think my support is better fit when I speak up for another woman or Mm -hmm. I cheer her on, or I, help her um, get a job, like secure a job, the job that she wants with my Mm -hmm. resources and different things like that. Like, I think that's where my, my support is better put to use. um, Well, maybe they will say that that group does what you do. That group does better at what you do personally. (laughs) They could, you know, it's hard to argue. (laughs) It is. It's so hard to argue. And that's definitely true. But I think the thing is, is like, Anytime like I'm throwing my weight behind somebody who happens to be a woman and like, and I, I do this for men too. Like I'm not prejudiced against either gender. Like, but like when I put my weight behind somebody to help them out, I don't make a case about them being a woman. 
or them being. You don't make a case about you yourself being a woman. Right. You don't say that because I am a woman. I am helping a woman. Right. Like I'm a gender. I'm helping a gender. It's it's weird. Yes. I would rather just let it be unsaid and that people can draw their conclusions like, oh, she helped that woman out. That's awesome. Woman helping woman. I'd rather that be the conversation. I'm not involved in that conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't I don't want to go around tooting being like, oh, look at me. Like I'm a woman helping a woman. Like I would rather just do the work and not talk yeah. about it. You know? Oh, um, my God. Yes. I think I think that's, you know, I think that's 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 where I stand. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. That's controversial as hell. Um, right. Let's move on to another question that I yes. have on the list. Yes. Do poor people kill us alive? Um, <laughs> not come wood. Uh, I understand what we're what we're saying. Please do. Yeah. Um, please take the time. If it sounds a little crazy, like I know, like when we hear things that sound crazy, we want to immediately react. But like, take some time to like think about it. Like, I don't know. Sit with it for a and second. And if you don't agree, don't. If you don't agree, don't agree. But don't antagonize. I mean, I guess we just did hurt other people's standpoint. But like, I guess. Well, just. I mean, like, open up a conversation with us. Like, if you like, reach out to us and. Mm. You know, I would because yeah. that's the point of the spark is to start conversations. I'd love to know yes. what other people think. We started so. a freaking fire. <laughs> I can feel people are burning with our opinions right now. Well, write to us, follow us on Instagram and move on to the next one. <laughs> yes. Um, what's your next question? Yeah. Yes. Do you think, do you think professions have gender? Because when I was younger, I, all I wanted to do is to be in a tech industry. I mean, I still do. I want to work in a tech industry because it seems like technology is the only unbiased source of knowledge. Um, it's, it's limitless and I want to dominate the office like no other. I don't want life. I want to be successful and I especially want to work in the field that women are minority because that shows how competent I am as an individual. When I can work in a field where no other women can do, I can, can, can work in, it means success. Um, so I think my question is, do you think careers have gender? Because now I realize, you know, I do podcasts, I write things. I, I'm good at English and Chinese and I like arts. These were the typical female fields. Mm. Um, I, I manage a foundation, you know, those kind of things. Um, do you think career, you know, the fields have genders and do you think, um, do we buy into men's perception of what is cool as women? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's such a great question because like, I remember talking about this with you too, not long ago, like we were discussing this exact topic about do they have genders? And I, a, a couple things come to mind. One of the things that I definitely think about is from a scientific perspective, like from an evolutionary standpoint, and we'll take it way back. There mm-hmm. are some things that women are just naturally better at than men, just the way that like we're wired, you know, mm-hmm. we're wired, like we're wired to be more nurturing, um, to be Mother. able to, to be, yeah, to be like mothering, like motherly. 
um, like even our brains, like we're able to think in like a continuous like thought web, whereas like men are, they, they think more in like compartmentalized boxes. Um, so that's always, there's a great Ted talk on that somewhere. I will find that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, there are but, also some research papers saying that there's no difference between two brains. I, I don't know. I'm just saying right. just it's great. There. I know it's good. Yeah. It's good. Um, but one of the things is that, uh, one of the things that comes to mind though, that kind of breaks that wide open because somebody can go on and say what I just said, but I also like slightly disagree with what I just said too. I, I think that while those things are true, it doesn't necessarily correlate to why women do women are the majority in some professions while men are the majority in others. Because as we all know, women are more than capable of doing any job that a man Mm -hmm. can do. Like, I don't think there's a difference. And one of the things that blows this wide open for me is the idea that there is the nursing field is primarily dominated by women. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to doctors, when we see a female doctor, we're like, hold your horses. Like we see them, but like, usually we think of more of like, when you think of a doctor in your mind, what gender comes to mind? Like I think Uh, male. Yeah. For me too. Like, but when you think of a nurse, what gender immediately comes to mind? Oh yeah. Of course women. Yeah. Sometimes nurses do labor works. Like isn't, but doctors and nurses are both nurturing professions like you have to be mm-hmm. naturally nurturing and caring as a doctor too you gotta be good at stem though i'm gonna get my math that's true exactly and so do nurses though it's it's very yeah. so that kind of blows it wide open because it's like okay well we're like these professions are very similar at the end of the day they take the same soft skills like you yeah. have to be you have to be caring you have to be nurturing and in both professions though on the flip side of that for the more male dominant attributes, you have to be freaking smart to be able yeah. to do those jobs. Like you can't just not know your crap on those jobs. Mm-hmm. Like you have to know what you're doing. People's lives are in your hands. So um, I think it's interesting. I think that society and like our ideas about different professions or what society has implemented into our minds about what those ideas should be have inherently put gender in like put gender onto professions like stamped them said this is a male job this is a female job you know and I think that's a lot of the friction right now in today's day and age is we're like no like we're women we can do the same job like that's not a problem um it's not a problem and that's also not something that worth extremely celebrating on because them just only marks that those kind of idea those kind of celebrations make me think it's cool to be in a quote-unquote guy's field yes when really it's an everyone's field it's not just a guy's field yeah you hit the nail on the head like that's exactly it um So, and in that case, to your other question too, like we definitely through that, like, so the, so then the question becomes, is like with all of that, are we buying into a men's perception of woman? Because I think we are like with all of that, I think, I Mm -hmm. think we are, um, if you look at the history of things. And so, 
Um, yeah, it's, it's, and like you said, like it's easy as a woman to want to beat the stereotypes and do all this stuff and be the one woman standing in any industry, but really like who created all of that in the first place? Like Mm -hmm. men did. So that's kind of where I'm at. What do you think? Yeah. How can we celebrate diversity in a not in a way that's not feeding those stereotypes? Like it's yeah, that's it. Because it's already status quo. There are more men than women. Right. And then we celebrate women, which is great. But on the other hand, we are feeding into this reality. We're saying, oh, look, there is indeed fewer women i mean again i don't know it's it 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 also sounds like a chicken and egg question um Mm -hmm. is it because there are stereotypes and then their movement and then movement feeding back to the stereotypes like i don't know but i would i mm -hmm, sorry oh what were you gonna say you said what no no it's okay keep going well i i definitely i don't want to portray a sense of ignorance either and by saying this because There is importance in fighting for the underdog in all situations, you know? Yes. Um, But making a spectacle of the underdog, I don't know how healthy that is or how helpful that is in any situation, you know? Like, in many conversations when it comes, like, to race, like, the worst thing these days that a white person could say is, I don't see color, you know? Mm -hmm. And... So in this situation, I see a parallel, you know, like I don't want to be in the situation Love being that. like, I don't see gender. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, but it, I'm caught, you know, and Me I, too. I don't, I don't want, I don't know. I don't want, I I'm still learning as a human being myself. Um, but these are just like where I've, like these questions are questions that I'm pondering. These thoughts are things that I'm thinking about, you know? And so they're not finalized in any way. No, 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 no. None of these are finalized. Um, Take or leave it, you know, it's take it or leave it. It's not our opinions. Our opinions can change tomorrow or even after we talk. So Mm -hmm. don't hold it against us. Otherwise it's your fault. (laughs) But, um, I'm just saying, because it's a very interesting phenomenon that I'm not comfortable with not agreeing these groups and voices. And there is, and I think it's just not right because we should allow diverse voices exist. Um, And I think that's my major issue. But do I really just fully rooting for one cause rather than the other? I don't think I am Um, because I'm torn. (laughs) I don't know. And I'm just saying, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's better for us to talk about this type of, type of topics than not, because I do know how it, how it is to be in an environment where women's individuality, like the fact that gender is not emphasized. Because in China, I think women, men and women were giving same, if not just basically no one mentioned it um mm-hmm. about female in the workplace and a lot of the time female were doing the same job as men and there's no emphasis on certain like a couple years ago i think 
there weren't any type of similar movements before, and women's efforts were taking not taking special um, privilege were in any way. So women's dedication and contributions were sometimes largely ignored because. Uh, which we will talk about in the next episode that in some certain senses women need to sacrifice more in order to keep a career mm. uh, going so but in that kind of environment because gender differences are not emphasized or even mentioned a lot of women were suffering and uh, yeah so again I was never in that position so I cannot say for anyone but I do see when subtle conversations um, or subtle languages can hurt the female when mm-hmm. there's no awareness of that. That's so interesting to bring up because cause now, like, at this moment in time, like, we have two extremes on the table. We have, like, where women are really focused on, and then we have the other extreme where they're not mentioned. And I think that's really, really interesting. I'm curious, what do you think is like the balance between both of those i mean my first point of view is that how did we even get here in the first place why do we need to balance it it's like we said if things are well in the beginning we don't even need to have those groups we don't even need to emphasize in the first place if everything is well Mm -hmm. um but then we see when we are not emphasizing it's very likely that women become targets and women become the group that are hurting because we are not emphasizing. And uh, I don't think there is ever a balance, mm-hmm. but I am thinking moving on to one of our last questions on the list what can we do to make the workspace better? What can we do? Because apparently both of us are extremely opinionated, opinionated towards groups and logo, logos and slogans. But what can we do to make this better? Yeah, I think that's, I think it's so great that you bring this up because I think one of the things that's always important to keep in mind, anytime you bring up a problem and put it on the table, it's always, always important that you have a solution that you can also put on the table with the problem or like actionable steps. And so, um, I think from my, from my perspective, I think one of the things, and I think it is important to bring in gender in this situation when we talk about how to make it better. If you're a man and you see a woman being talked over in a meeting, like let her talk, like, or make sure that she gets to talk instead like especially like you know she is far and few between in the room yeah um I think that it's little things like that like little things like that being aware I don't think there's any like big big gestures that we need to be making as a whole like that's I think that's I think that's a little bit of my beef with these groups too it's like we don't Mm -hmm. need these big gestures aren't doing anything it's the little things the things that are where we're not talking about what we're going to do. It's more of like actually doing it is mm-hmm. the, is the key. And so, um, you know, doing things like that, like, you know, if, if you're a woman, like mm-hmm. don't tear your female coworker apart, mm-hmm. like, you know, 
be nice to her. Like, don't judge. Don't get catty in the office. Like, don't feed into all the things that they say about women. Um, that's how you truly lift one another up, I think, mm -hmm. as women. Um, but I think it's all in the little things. Um, and I don't know. What do you think? I completely agree with the small things. I think we need to have more awareness from here and there other than just let's get together and drink cocktail and celebrate. Because yeah. that's great, but what we really need to do on a daily basis, I would rather, as weird as it may sound, give a list of something that we just tend to do or we just tend to ignore. We tend to ignore, as you said, women always get cut off. Print it out. Put it on the wall saying that next time when someone get cut out, you stand out and you're not going to get punished because of that. Yeah. Um, just come up with a list of small things that we always try to take for granted where we try to ignore because we are afraid of causing, causing troubles to ourselves and mm -hmm. just point these things out um, and don't antagonizing each other behind their backs or don't just you know things like that again not that you cannot do it because i'm not trying to limit every anyone's freedom of doing anything or speaking anything but why why is it so difficult for women to unite in a workspace um mm -hmm. why are we so easy to be cut off by other people why people don't tend to pay attention to what you said as you said as you mentioned before unless women speak the same thing for example like when this kind of thing happened again someone should stand out and point it out people should just have right. a higher awareness towards these kind of things and right and and i i i mean we all made this kind of mistakes before we all tend to ignore mm -hmm. it and try to move things move things along and try to ignore the in and pretend it never happened uh, yeah. even women do the same because we just want this meeting to finish right you know so when when, when things like that happen point it out and not let the meeting finish until we get it soft only yeah. when these kind of problems were emphasized in the same level as meeting itself can we proclaim that women are being noticed or are on the same level as men right drinking cocktails all together and celebrating is great but i need more I'm just I, I not that I'm not agreeing with them. I am. I am not agreeing with them, but I'm also thinking that I'm just that greedy little B word that we're gonna silence that I want more. Right. And that's it. Yeah. And that's and that's that's another thing that I think is important to talk about though, just real quick. Like, you know, you mentioned like you feel like you're a greedy, like <laughs> like capital B word, but honestly, if you were a guy saying that how would the labels change? Like, you wouldn't be yeah. greedy. You would just be getting what you deserve. You, you like, are a very successful, a very forward-looking yes, guy. Right. And I longing for equality. Yes. And it's great. Like, you know, one of the things I just read it the other day, you know, women tend to be labeled like with different words in different situations especially in the workplace you know when oh, it, yeah, like, like a hoe <laughs> <laughs> well I was thinking more like you know like aggressive and bossy oh, yeah. difficult too oh, much yeah, that's so much more elegant awkward right. you know like well you know but 
you're probably like speaking to the things that are like behind, maybe could be behind closed doors. Like who knows? Like, you know, and, but like, like why, you know, if that was, if that was a man, they would be assertive. They would be a Mm -hmm. leader. They would be, um, colors and the ones who are at the table because they deserve to be there. You know, not because they were too much or, you know, when you think about like different situations, like when it comes to wage equality and different things like that, like I have heard many stories from my peers in the industry behind closed doors. Um, and I, I wasn't, I wouldn't mention who these people are or what companies they work for anyways, but these companies big and small, like I have I have heard from the mouths of these women how they are denied um, things that they rightfully deserve, just like a man does. And then, you know, like one of the things, one of the examples that just drives me up a wall is that there are a lot of women out there who um, who have to repeatedly ask for raises, whereas mm. their male counterparts, they're watching their male counterparts get raise after raise after raise, sometimes twice in a year without even asking for them. Like, Hmm. can you explain to me how that adds up? And so I think when we're talking about how can we make the workspace better and different things like that, like there are things that people can do from top to bottom in an organization. It doesn't matter how small you are in the organization and it doesn't matter how top dog you are. Like if Mm -hmm. you're the boss, like don't make your female, your female, like employees ask for a raise that you would never need your male employees to ask for, you know, Mm -hmm. different things like that. So like, Mm -hmm. but that was like a small tangent, but like talking about labels is something that I didn't even think about till just now. But like, that's one thing that I'm tired of. And like, as, as women, I think a change that we can also make is to step into our own power of, for sure of realizing like, don't even call, don't call ourselves that, like, don't call ourselves those things. Like guilty charged. Yeah. What did you say? I said guilty charged. Right. I'm so guilty too. I'm like, Oh, like I'm, I did it the other day. Like I, I catch myself now. I'm like, Oh wait. Yeah. I'm right? not, I, I said something, I was talking to somebody and I said, you know, I'm just being a bad B word with my energy right now. And this person, you know, like, cause I was just like, I I've gotten to this place where I'm just like, you know, this is me, like all this, you know, I'm just really coming into my own power, but really like, I'm just being assertive. I'm not being aggressive. I'm not being like, you're not being too much. You're just being who you are. Right. And so like, that's one thing. I think that's a, that's a, that's one thing that that's we can change one. in a work the, field. Yeah. In the work field. Like and it starts with us be something need to go. Yeah. Like we, it starts with us, like how we talk yeah. to ourselves and then ultimately that will radiate and how we talk about others. And then hopefully that will radiate about how like out to how everyone talks about everyone. But yeah, it's really got me thinking. It's really good because I think it's easier to label ourselves. We assume other people can understand what do we mean by that and then feels sheltered. It feels better if we just use a term instead of explaining ourselves. It yeah. feels safe. But right. it feels safe. Why can so everyone weird. understand that? Like why can people understand when we just use a term to basically 
conclude our personality? How can why does the society allow us to do it? Because it shouldn't be like that. It should be people want to know more about you. People want to know you as an individual instead of just a label. People want to know about your stories, and I will never satisfy. We'll never be satisfied with you just using a label or logo or phrase to describe your entire career.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think we have a lot of work to do. Right. I、yeah. agree. I agree. I absolutely agree. I mean, I am buying into those kind of stereotypes because buying into men's perception of women. Yes. Because、uh, yes. it's almost so subconscious.、Um, I'm not even、It、trying、is. to fight because. It's it's a part of us already, and、mm-hmm. uh, I'm not trying to blame men for that. I'm blaming myself, or just easily to use. I'm also not blaming myself, but this is just what it is because, you know, we grew up in that kind of environment. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. No one is wrong. But how can we make things better is what we need to think about and discuss in the future.、Mm-hmm. And I was I do have another question, but I think we gave very good answers.、Um, the last question on the list was. What are some advice you can give to college seniors who are females, female seniors? But I think we basically conclu- concluded all of the points.、Um, yeah. Do you have any other things that you want to add on to this topic? I think on that note, like directly addressing the question though to college seniors, like I would say, like it's more general advice rather than、um, than more like pinpointed advice with this specific like. Topic,、mm-hmm. it falls in line, but I guess like one of the things that like I I always think about what did I need to hear at that time,、yeah. and one of the things that I needed to hear was to not get caught up in the rat race, yeah, <laughs> what everyone else is doing,、um, yeah. I I immediately like bought into well, if I don't have the shiny job at this huge corporation, then I am not successful. And if I、yeah. don't have, if I don't move far, far away to like a big city, then I'm not successful. And like, then I started thinking about it, and I was like, wait, who's who's saying that I'm not going to be a successful? Is it me, or is it like everyone、yeah. else's like perceptions? And I think that does fall in line, because as you go into your career, like, that's a valid question to ask. Is this me saying that this is this is how it's going to be? And first, if that is you, how do you even know?、Mm-hmm. You haven't gotten there yet. Or second is, is this everyone else like projecting onto you? And I think、mm-hmm. that's something to always keep in mind. Like whether it comes down to gender issues in the workplace, like you know, th- this relates to simple things. Like when you ask for a raise,、um, when you ask yourself, oh, like, gosh, is that number too much to ask for? Is it you that's saying it's too much to ask for? Is it them, or like, are you just? Not realizing your worth and that your work is worth that, you know. So、mm-hmm. it's different things like that. That's that's what I would say. And I think the last thing too, like it's general. I feel like people are tossing this around left and right these days. But stay true to yourself. Don't let somebody else pull you in a in a direction that's not authentic to you、mm-hmm. and make you believe that that's who you have to be in order to fit in. I think、mm-hmm. that's. I think that's one of the biggest things. Like the moment you stay true to yourself, that's freedom.、Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Is there anything that you would add? Um, I 
I don't really have anything specifically to add on to this topic, but I do have a recommendation for everyone to watch and tell me. I want people to tell me your thoughts on it, which is a Cynthia Nixon's uh, video that she just posted. Cynthia Nixon is it? It's the um the actress for uh, Miranda in Sex and City, and she is now a public figure of advocates for. Uh, feminism. I mean, I have a little bit of problem with what she said in the video called "Be a Lady." Be a lady, they yeah. said. Yeah. Um, that's a very viral video that she created, and I urge everyone to see it. And it has a lot of comments. Um, in, a lot of comments were included in that video, is including some comments that we always hear in the workspace. So go watch it and tell me what your thoughts are on it. Um, Love that. Yeah, I'm excited I mean, to see what people think. I know. I'm just gonna say I'm fifty fifty towards that video. Interesting. But, yeah. Um, go watch it, and we are looking forward to seeing you in the next episode. And don't be too angry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all thoughts are welcome. And please, mm-hmm. like, let us know what you think. I know this was kind of like a punchy episode. Um, but I would love, 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 love to have this open up to a larger conversation with our listeners. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like what you hear, subscribe and share it with a friend who you think might like it too. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at spark underscore podcast. Facebook at The Spark, Twitter at This Is The Spark, WeChat at The Spark Podcast, and YouTube at The Spark Podcast. See you there.